Elaine, you don't like the movie? I hate it! I want to rent a movie. I want to rent a movie. What's that for? You work in a video store. I work in a shitty video store. I want to go to a good video store so I can get a good movie. Money now and a lot more when I get in that office. I can take that to the bank. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the Black Bank. I treated you like a son! You fucking stabbed me in the heart! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck! Master, number three managed to get the gold, but he just sent up a signal. Right. I'll check what the problem is. And then, I'll avenge you. Don't worry. These men are all gonna die. Threaten her with a bomb. No, I said I didn't have a bomb. You said bomb. I said it's not like I have a bomb. You said bomb on an airplane. What's wrong with saying bomb on an airplane? You can't say bomb. I, I really don't know how to start this thing. I mean, <laughs> um, welcome to experiment. I don't know what it is. I think eight. we eight. Um, yeah. Sammy, Jose, uh, I think we did it. I think we won. Um, I we, think we did. I think we broke him. <laughs> we must have. We had to. Well, you broke us, actually. Yeah. At what, what cost did we did we break Brad? Um, I feel like we all lost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, Brad? You know, um, I've been better. <laughs> I've been better. For but a listener sent me a movie today, so I actually feel pretty good. But I, I, mm. yeah. Mm. Well, the good news is the good news is there's always another movie. There's always another movie. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's hard to imagine that they're any worse than this. Well. I'm good. I'm going to say after this one, I'm thinking about retiring. Okay. okay. No. That, that is fair. Um, there's a lot of collateral damage with this week. So what, what we're talking about is uh, the, <laughs> this experiment eight was love on a leash from 2011. So we, we talked a little bit about this uh, when we talked about legendary Argento um, Dracula 3d, but uh, th- this is a film the synopsis is love takes a furry twist in a slice of romantic comedy. A young woman falls for a stray dog with a secret by night. It becomes a man follow the journey of the golden retriever and the friend who gives him a home. <laughs> so a, a little, little bit of background of what we endured for, for this episode, uh, the version. And I think all of us got the same version does not have a music score. Okay. So um, what, did it get pulled? Was that for like licensing or what? Or was yes, it a choice? It, exactly. Okay. So there was, <laughs> there was no official contract between the director and the composer. And to avoid any copyright issues, all of the music was emitted from streaming and most DVD copies. 
So Jesus. Yeah. And and here's some more facts. We we talked about this um at, I, at our last episode. I will say it is very unnerving to watch the first two minutes of a film and it's in complete silence. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, even silent films have music. So this that's what's so messed up about this. I just want to <laughs> think about what I just said. Yes. Well, and, well you can hear your own heartbeat. And, and the like, and the Ooh. and the first thing you do here is a voiceover of a dog, which uh okay, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So Director Fentian paid a service to translate the original Chinese written script to English. She did not ask for any help to translate it, causing the dialogue to sound weird. Actors would offer notes to make the dialogue sound more natural, but Tian refused to let them change a single word. Now, while, while the movie has a release date of 2011, it was actually shot between 2006 and 2007, had some problems getting released. That explains the flip phone. Yeah. The film's editor refuses to list this movie on his resume out of fear of running, ruining his reputation for the much higher quality of work he does now. Mm. And, uh, Steven Kramer Glickman, the voice of Alvin Flang, um, a character in the film, the furry character in the film was not paid a single cent for his work on this film. Director, director Fien, Chen had no money and instead compensated him with a bag of homemade wontons and two cantaloupes. So there's your budget for the film. Oh my God. It's like that commercial where the guy tries to buy the car with lobsters. Yes. Or whatever. In, the, in this case, they made a movie off cantaloupes. Or, I want to, Jesus Christ. I want to know what ancient Chinese script had, <laughs> who says indigo? What kind of planet am I on? Um, <laughs> could, could have been the translation. I don't know. Could it, uh, <laughs> gentlemen, where do we start? I'm, I'm just going to kick it over to Brad. I'm so now full disclosure. This is the second time I've seen this film. <laughs> yeah, the, the first time was, uh, thanks to Mondo Baltimore, um, here in the lovely city of Baltimore, Maryland. It's, uh, Ooh. yeah, it's a, it's a local group that shows really bad films in a bar the first Thursday of every month and, and they look for the worst films and you, and, and they have a, a host and everything, introduce them, ghost dad. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun and, uh, watching a film like this in a bar with, with a bunch of people drinking, um, it, it, it was an experience. And mm. so the, the minute I saw this, it was one of those, like, I, I have to introduce this on, on breaking Brad but um, I didn't know how it would go when you're watching it at home versus a bar of like-minded film enthusiasts. So, Brad, how, how did it go? I think we're going to be able to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, struggled with this one, to say the least. I, I turned it on initially, and again, <laughs> complete silence. And how, I'm sorry how long was panic. That, how long was that first viewing? Uh, I got, I got to the first gay joke. So like a minute 31, <laughs> the first gay joke. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it's just so unnerving that a film has no sound and I'm beginning it had to sound. It didn't have music. No, it's si the, the stream on YouTube is silent for the first, like almost two minutes until the gay joke. The first thing you hear in this film is a gay joke. Yeah, Tubi is the same way. It's, it's silent. As a matter of fact, 
this movie tricked me. I kept turning my volume up. I kept thinking. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, there's something wrong. Is my soundbar broken? What is going on? Okay. That is and, the best thing this movie did. Well, and then you get the dog's voice. And it's clearly where I don't know what they are doing with this sound mix. And his, apparently he ad-libbed all the dog stuff and just made jo- No. No. He started to ad lib towards the end of the film, but the the beginning it was read the oh, script. So all those jokes. Okay. Yeah. So the jokes, quote unquote, are the most unfunny things you'll ever see. Um, or here. Or here. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have. I just have so many questions. So many questions. But to wrap it up in a in a in a bow. To call this a movie would be a compliment that this this thing does not deserve. It it's the most poorly edited. Some of the scenes are so it, it it's so dis like jointed. It's so hard to understand. The mom character is the biggest cunt I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. <Brad. laughs> wait, 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 wait. There, there's two mom characters. Yeah. I mean, or, well, or three. There, like, but who was this? Yeah. Okay, there's the mom, but who is her friend? It was like this older white woman who's trying yeah, to sound why were Chinese. Why so obsessed with her finding a man? And why do they think that it's so easy just to marry someone? Hold on. Forget that for a second. Did she not? She she was Caucasian, yeah. Trying to sound like a a Chinese maid, right? Was was, so at at first I thought is she Romani, and then she was trying to speak in kind of broken English. But I think she was taking direction from Fentian, so it came off as Mm. um she was like pretending to be Asian. Mm. It was it was so awkward, so awkward. But I have so many I, I. I don't know why, but I just wrote copious notes during this, um, and we'll get to them later. I have so many questions. How, so how many, many? How many? How many times did it take you to get through it? Oh, it's I, dude. I lost count. I had to watch. So my son had soccer last night, and I was watching it on my iPad for a little while just to kind of soften the blow of like doing something else, being outside and watching this trying everything I could to just get it over with. Like I felt like I was that scene in Casino Royale where Mads Mikkelsen is just like using that ball thing on Daniel Craig. You were crying blood. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like, I was just getting mercifully hit in the balls over and over again. So you're, you're saying watching this film is the equivalent of being tied to a chair with the bottom taken out and somebody Mm -hmm. just smacking Stuck in your balls. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Huh. Yep. I think this movie's worse than that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Kyle is the best thing about this film. He's in it for like four seconds. Come on, Kyle, the gay guy. Yeah. The Asian guy, by the way, that, that gentleman (laughs) is not listed on IMDb as being in this film. Neither are several actors. And so I think that's on purpose. Would you, obviously, would you go, Hey, put me on IMDb for that movie? No, I huh? mean, it's it's a credit, right? But uh, you're right. I probably wouldn't either. But that Asian actor's name is Ping Wu, and he has like 173 credits um, to his name. He's been on Silicon Valley, all these television shows. He's a great Asian character actor. I saw him in when I saw him in this. I was like, 
what are you doing in this trash? Um, but uh, yeah, I like Brad, I have so many questions. There are things that happen in here and there are ways that this woman acts towards this dog slash man that are completely confounding. Like I, I have no idea why she acts the way that she does. He acts the way that he does. And so then before we get too far ending, I the mean, guy uh, who voices the dog and the actor who plays Prince are different people. Yes. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. that. Either. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? <laughs> I why? Have no idea. Why not? Oh, it, it like, all right, let's, let's get down to the real important question. Prince as a human, does he have a red rocket or does he have a real? <laughs> oh my God. Uh. <laughs> Let's, I, like is it, a, is it a giant red rocket like a man-sized red, red rocket a man-sized lipstick <laughs> okay can we can we talk about like first of all the the first love scene that they have and he's like serious about digging into her right and she's laughing yeah. and giggling but and then finally I, he but she's a virgin finally he's just like he's just like Ugh. and then he turns the light off and then you hear this <laughs> And then it just cuts. I'm sorry, you, you heard a what? I'm, uh, what was that? You, so you heard it go. Uh, uh, okay. And then it just. I, can, I read, can I read my note from that scene? Yeah. <laughs> Please. Uh, uh, it, as you read your note, Jose. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> uh, uh, so I said, I bet Jose would have less awkward sex with a female than this guy. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> it is right. That guy knew less about. Here's what I'll say. All I could think to myself is if he did have a dog penis, <laughs> I'll, I'll be careful. I'll let Troy finish his drink before <laughs> he did have a dog penis. I mean, this guy would have came immediately because that's <laughs> nerve endings. <laughs> that's all head. <laughs> and, you know, he needed her, you need, she needed Miss Cleo to come in and spray a water hose you know, to get him off of him, you know? That's what. <laughs> dog off of that get that dog off my dog i uh wow. and to me that's not the weirdest part of the film i the, so yeah. let me just go around what was the scene of the film close with your animals this is true <laughs> yeah as you're watching it you're like okay this this is the pinnacle of weirdness uh but surprisingly it it even gets weirder but yeah. What's the first scene that that you go? What is going on? And it and this is this is it. Like it it doesn't get any weirder than this. Uh, for me, it's it's uh, I I mean it it happened almost immediately, and maybe the general crux of the film is weird, but for me, just the sheer idea of uh, him being in the park looking for ladies. And me wondering why they're in bathing suits and where they're at and the color green and everything else. Everything about this <laughs> weird man. Why, <laughs> why, why, is it, why is everything in her apartment green? And why did she it's always wear green? Insane. Also, I, I know this sounds really super fucking rude, but did you notice like her complexion would change? Like she would have these bumps on her face, these very noticeable bumps on her face. And then at one point and, in time, the dog calls her pizza face. <laughs> Yes, he says, grab on you, pizza face, cinder block, block, or whatever. And then, like, but then some scenes, her skin is very, very smooth. And then the uh, I immediately thought to myself, did she use the paycheck to get those, like, lanced off of her face while they were making the film? 
Like yeah. I was so confused. She first contracted dog herpes. <laughs> with Red rocket herpes. So I will, I, will, I will answer your questions in earnest, Troy. Okay. The weirdest scene, I think, is when the two mothers meet Prince for the first time. This is the first time they've met him, and the daughter has just said, I, I have a boyfriend. Their immediate question is, when are you going to get married? And then they say... You should go down to the license bureau to get your marriage license. Guess what? You don't go to the license bureau to get married. You go to the goddamn courthouse. That was yes. it. So mine, mine happened. I'll share mine. Jose, you can share yours after, but here, here's mine. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. So <clears throat> a, a big part of this film is the, the dog is doing all its thing in, in, in the park. Oh, the, the ninja that no, 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 not that that's the commercial. Yeah. yeah, the dog fights ninjas in a commercial. Folks, yeah, if, if if you're trying to put this together and make sense of it, forget it. Okay, just go go with the flow. Anyways, she brings the dog home. And then all of a sudden she goes on this dating spree, right? Because she's got to get married. Everybody says she's got to get married. So <laughs> the one guy that she's seeing for a while, she goes over to his house and meets his family and the mother. And the mother who is a gynecologist has oh, a yes. conversation with her and is like, Hey, look, if you're going to marry my son and come into this family, um, we got this really smart kid over here. who's going to be president and we, we can't jeopardize that. So we need to tie your tubes and I can do that for you. It's, it's really not very painful. It, that's the part of the film. And we're talking 20 minutes into it and you still, you know, it's an hour and a half movie. Well, there's also a rape scene before that is well. that's at the, like the 40 minute mark or something, but yeah, the first 20, huh? Attempted. attempted no, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. It's attempted, but um, yeah, the, the gynecology thing where the guy's mom, the gynecologist is like, let me go up your hoo hoo dilly and tie those things. <laughs> so you can marry my son. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> is it a Midwest thing for hoo hoo dilly? I it's, mean, I've heard, hoo-ha, but I've never heard a who, who, uh, what, what was that again? I think you might be barking up the wrong tree here, buddy. <laughs> Throw me a bone, Troy. I have no idea what this means. <laughs> Lord. Lord. You guys can see what Troy's wearing a pink shirt and his face is more pink. Is just as yeah, exactly. So while while Troy is going into conniptions, I'll tell you where. I'll tell you where it went. It went south for me was when um, her manager, who I affectionately dubbed Crack Christofferson, is like, <laughs> and he's like massaging her or whatever. Right? That's when I was like, Ugh, what am I watching? Right? And then the That's aforementioned attempted rape scene. Right? She's sitting at home in the dead of night, I guess. And he just walks into the fucking front door. Like, I was like, oh, God, attack of crack Christofferson. And then he tries to rape her. It's really terrible. <laughs> Excuse Wait, me. Was, it, was it the, the dead of night? Bed? Was it the dead of night? Because it looked like daytime every oh, every God. every scene. I, this was, whatever. He just a heart walked shape, in. Does she have a heart-shaped bed? She uh, did. Yeah. It looked more like a vulva. But the... <laughs> the, the uh, <laughs> Film does not deserve a joke as good as Crack Christopherson. <laughs> I mean, look at that actor. I'm sorry. Yeah, she did have like a vulva-like bed and a baseball glove chair. Yeah. Oh, that was hideous. 
Either one of them were green, which was the weirdest thing about it. Uh, like, well, I, I know the answer to the green. So this is a Chinese director. Green okay. is the symbol of wealth, fertility, and health in, okay. in Chinese culture. All right. So that's why everything's green. You could also be green with envy. Yeah. You could. Also, where on Thursday. Could. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it's supposed to be the whole fertility thing. But yeah, no, no, no. That, so the hoo-hoo deli thing, that was the thing where <laughs> I was like... My God, this can't get any weirder, but it does because yeah. immediately after that, you get the the one actor who's like, hey, let's get married, but you can have sex with whoever you want because my parents, um, they they don't know I'm gay. So, yeah. Where that exchange got real serious that, there for a second. Yeah, it did. And but here's the thing where that exchange not so bizarre <laughs> It's probably the most emotional and actual acting of the film in the entire movie. Um, and then that character disappears. And I'm, I'm going to say challenge. I, I think, I think the the most emotional acting is when she puts the uh, dog collar and leash on him as a human. Oh my God! And says we're going to go take pictures okay. and get all kinky. I, I have a question. I have a question on that. Who's taking those pictures? Who took those pictures? The, right. flip, the flip exactly. phone? Exactly. I don't know. The flip phone? Who took the pictures? The director took the pictures. <laughs> there I was a third no person one. in that room. I think the most emotional scene is me wondering if the Miss Cleo-like person can stick that cane up. What's her name's hoo-hoo dilly? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, 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 you know, here, here's here's my thing with this movie. Then, And this is the most offensive thing about the the whole thing for me. You label a film as a romantic comedy. And I don't care if your jokes are bad or not. They gotta still be jokes. There's no real jokes here. There's, there's just ton, there's tons of jokes. The dog, the dog voiceover the tries to have dog jokes. is pulling the whole look who's talking thing, but with a dog versus babies. You wish you were looking or watching look who's talking now. You wish yeah, exactly. You wish. Hey, hey, look, listen. I I think what happened was. We exported the Look Who Talking, Look Who's Talking movies over to China. They got back at us and sent this director over and said, we're, we're going to use that same format, but give you a talking dog. I got another idea. Look who, who dilly. <laughs> I, I, I just want to say talking, that would sell. Talking that would sell. vulva, yeah. talking vagina. But, you know, I think Sammy's right, though. Everything is completely absurd. It's not like it's not like airplane where there's pop culture jokes and it's not like, you know, I don't know, like American pie or something. It's just these absurd situations. The dog says these smart little comments, but every, there's no real, I don't think there's real comedy in this either. I mean, I just, it's, I it's, love it when like, there's like slow motion scenes and then they decide to speed them up as well. Ugh. So you're like, you're shooting a scene in slow motion and it's like, you're speeding it up. Oh, when she's getting ready to go to work and stuff like that. Or like, yeah, like, yeah. Or like, uh, when the mom runs out of, well, not when, when she runs out of the restaurant, when they pay all the gentlemen to dance with her, it's like oh, slowed my- up and then they speed it back up. It's so weird. Hey. That scene when the three Hispanic men practically rip her apart. And then they're like, they're like, we paid them to dance with you. So you could date one of them. Oh my God. The jokes though. I guess, you know, I can understand you saying it's kind of like observational humor and like somebody's in a room doing voiceover and stuff, but none of it makes sense. He fights crime with ninjas, he says. He's fighting ninjas. He's not fighting crime with ninjas. 
fighting ninjas. They're everything seems like it's it, it, it doesn't even seem like it's made up. It and yet it is made up, and it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I I, I don't know. I mean, maybe the best joke in the movie is Lisa. I have a dog training business, and naturally, it's very successful. <laughs> uh, yeah, at the end there. Yeah, wow. Um, and that, I have to go through. 84 minutes or, well, 80 minutes to get Six. to. I think it's 86. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, Dude, this, this movie. They have a flash forward in this movie. It flashes forward. Yeah, people yeah, get yeah. We, oh, people make up in this. Look, look, I am the first person to say I am not a filmmaker. I have not ever made a movie. Anybody that can make a movie, uh, I will not ha- harshly judge them too much. But this is not a movie. This is this is uh, this is junk. I mean, this is as, as junky as anything I can think I have ever watched. And is, I it, have is watched. it the junkiest? No, it's not the junkiest. But man, this is some of the worst stuff I have ever watched. I mean, I have I have watched some really bad movies in my life, and I, I have I have tried to achieve this. <laughs> and this is still gotta be one of the top five worst things i've ever watched i I, this is this is definitely top three things i've i've seen that you're you're just like how how does this show up on streaming how is i've got a dvd copy of this thing it it has imdb credits on imdb it's an eight but i know why it's an eight because somebody said hey go like uh, spam imdb to get the ratings up um but yeah. yeah, this this one hundred percent is probably one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life, and I have seen some shit. Yeah, me too. But it's also like the most poorly executed film as well. Like it, it has no, no one knew what they were doing when they made this film. Not no. a single soul in front of the camera or behind the camera. Maybe the dog. <laughs> okay let me ask you this at the end of the film did you see the outtakes while they were playing the credits did you stay around for that because no. even the dog didn't no, know what I, the hell it was doing i shut that shit off was it good <laughs> <laughs> was it good jose seriously even takes are not good that's the problem there's nothing good about this movie there's a twist in the movie and of course you spoil stuff here so we can talk about it oh yeah just say me it's love on a leash for god's no. sake <laughs> really honestly we're doing a service if we tell you not to watch this thing but there's a twist where the dog gets hit by a car. Yeah, dead. It's dead. Saw that coming. Kills the dog. <laughs> and honestly, it bothered me because I love dogs, and I had a golden retriever. Ooh, must love dogs. Is that on your thing? You must love dogs. <laughs> but the last, you know, the last dog I had that died was a golden retriever, and so it was. I was like, oh man, why'd you have to go this route? And but then Wait, I did, did you cry? No, I didn't. I okay. didn't. <laughs> Sammy, it's okay if you cried. We just got done talking about Champion and all the movies that made our eyes sweat. If you if if your eyes were sweating a little bit during that scene, it's okay. I cried more at the digital rain and digital fireworks. Oh god, the digital rain. <laughs> yeah. It looked in one scene it looked like somebody was just holding up a sprinkler. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, in, in the background. But no one's um, getting wet. No yeah, one Exactly. No one wet. This is the driest rain ever. <laughs> I, I have no idea what's going on. I I there's a scene where she jumps into a pool so they can get the dog to swim. That makes no sense. She I've the al- dog saved her because she fell in the pool. I've it looked like she yeah. walked into the pool on purpose trying to kill herself. 
Yeah. Well, I, no, no. She, so he turned into a dog while he was playing chess. I know, but then she knew her life was over while he was, was playing like, oh, chess. God. And she tried to she tried to run across the pool to get the dog. She like, thought she could run she fast enough. They were playing chess. They were playing chess. But whatever they were. Yeah, what? they were playing chess. He turned into a dog, and the kid, the 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 son of the manager, goes. So and so just turned into Prince. Just turned into a dog, and she's like, ah! and then she like falls into the. No, the she tried to run across. I thought. Yeah, yeah. That, she tried to get to the other side, but obviously she forgot water was in the between. <laughs> well, and hold on a second. That was the manager that tried yeah, so to. So she smarted up to play chess. Okay, thank that, you. That was the manager that tried to rape her, and he she went to. No, 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 not crack Christopherson. So oh. what happened was is what we what we don't <laughs> what we don't see is she apparently has graduated to a like a different store and this is a the guy that's going to make her like the so the there's big a store manager a regional manager there's a director's yeah. cut that has a whole subplot about the other guy getting fired remember she or said about her promotion right yeah. you remember she says please help me reach my goal yes what what oh, goal was oh for the be assistant to the regional manager the green regional. but she also does it she also does it later like if you love me you will do this and that, that was so cringy like She's the worst romantic lead in the film. Like, I hated her, actually. This movie is so bad that if we four were in a room together, I don't know that we would even get through it in one watch. I think we would actually pause it and maybe go get something to eat. I don't uh, think so. I think, I, I think we would us, power drink through this thing. Yeah. I don't even think. I, drink, well, I drank while I watched it. Uh, I had to start it three times but i drank all three times i i can tell you this the first time we saw it so what mondo baltimore does is they always have an intermission right so yeah. and this the very first time i went to mondo baltimore it was this movie so <clears throat> when when we get to a, a part and they turn it off i'm like oh my god that was the worst thing i've ever seen yeah. and I'm, I'm turning to justin i'm like well it i guess it was only like an hour or something so what and then they're like, okay, intermission. And I'm like, inter intermission, there's more? It it was <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. I would say that this movie is so bad that an intermission would be the most entertaining part of this movie. Mm. Yes. That, that, yes. That is, I mean, look, again, I, I, I feel bad because I do not, I, I have seen some true garbage and I do not want to say, but man, this is, the more I'm talking about, it, the more I'm thinking, I mean, I got to say this, and I, even I think Brad's going to agree with this. Argento's Dracula <laughs> is like five times better than this movie. Ten five. times better. Ten? Uh, gonna, it's a narrative. I know a what's going on. A thousand times better. Thousand. Yeah. It's got a mantis. Well, yeah. yeah. And it's green. If that dog so turned into a praying mantis, ten out of ten. <laughs> uh, actually... Samuel, let me ask you this. If there was a pair of luscious boobies in this film, would it make it any better? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. Jan, Jana, <laughs> Jana, Jana camp, Jana, Jana camp. Yeah. Well, camp. There was uh, a, there was a nice butt shot, right? Jose, did you appreciate that? I okay. did appreciate that. Okay. Actually. I, I need okay. to know. I need to know. Jose Prince. How, how hot is he? I, I liked him. I thought okay. he was pretty hot. Okay, I Jose, I, I got to know this question. So if you took a golden retriever home and in the middle of the night it turned into a guy, what would happen? Doggy style. Is <laughs> 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 what would happen? It's what would happen right away. Okay. 
as soon as he turned into a guy, all I could think of was fucking uh, the the Frankenstein creature from uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like he, yes, seemed like a made up good looking guy. Oh. But like, even the blonde hair was super weird, right? Yeah, he. By didn't the way, real person. You know those two are married in real life, right? Yeah, I read that they yeah. met on <laughs> this movie and got married. Uh, the Kim Anise, yeah, Anise Kamo is his name. Holy shit! And oh. Gina Camp are married. Yeah, Gina, Gina Camp. Now listen, Jaina Jaina, I would like I, I do think she's kind of pretty. I'm not gonna lie. She there's something about her, but this is how bad this movie is. Her first screen credit is Invasion USA. Chuck Norris? Yes. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> this movie's okay. so bad that I'm thinking about going back and changing my score on Invasion USA. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. Who was she in Invasion USA? She was the Christmas daughter. Oh, I don't even- <laughs> but uh she ended up on gilmore girls too so she actually went on to some stuff she yeah. didn't get like you know whatever stuck in movie hell or whatever but even the script doesn't care for for her or her character like she's trying to have sex with him and at one point because she's excited about meeting these little asian babies and she's like oh, i want to have babies too or whatever and so then Wait, she's what? like oh, what, 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 what are, are you talking says about one years old Oh, yeah. Okay. That scene, the park scene. And then the the one also was like, I'm 10. And then the kid's like, nah, I'm one. I'm I'm standing and talking and running around this playground, but I'm one. (laughs) She's one. And so she, with the woman, whispers something to her. Here's the, here's the secret to like, you know, a good marriage. Like, she's like, sex makes exciting. (laughs) Exactly. Exciting sex makes exciting um, babies or whatever. And so then she's trying to like hump him in like the woods and have babies. And he doesn't want to because he doesn't want like wear dog babies. Right. Well, dude, no, 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 no. But that that's so good because I wrote a note down in the beginning, like the first time they did it, I'm like, hold on a second. Did they use protection? Because if, if he does things in her hoo hoo dilly, then what will, (laughs) what will the babies be? Will they, will they be puppies or will they be babies? Babies. They'll be hoo hoo, be hoo hoo chongs. The, the question is, is she doing all this to open her own Asian buffet? <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Oh, my God. Um, Sammy. So, but, but, but this was my point about that scene. When he says to her, She's gonna what, are pack, our, pack of babies? what are our kids going to be like? She's shocked. Like, oh, my God, they could be doggy babies. And it's like, I'm sorry, you've been fucking him for how long? And it just occurred to you. That your babies could without protection more than likely. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. So the script doesn't even care. I would have gone back to the gynecologist mom and like tie my tubes so that I can continue having this relationship with doggy boy. I tie my tubes before I have this litter. Oh, Oh, litter. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, her friends certainly popped out of friggin' litter. That was the other thing I didn't understand. There's a flash forward and her, her best friend, the, the Poe, um, black girl. Hoey. Um, she oh. comes to that woman's apartment, right? Yeah. She and then she's it. like, she's like, oh, you're still here. Um, so they lost touch or something, and then she stormed out because she tries to slut shame her at one yeah, point. She, like, you have a boyfriend and you're sleeping with him? How dare you? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah. Which is well, but remember in the beginning of the film, she was like, Oh, hello, cute dog. And then you hear this voiceover say, Hey Hottie, what are you doing? And she's like, and she like, you know, He's presumably goes off to banger. Bang. What's weird about the slut shaming is Pound Town. 
home, she's like, you need to have a guy for this and a guy for that and a guy yes. for this after that i'm like why are you slut shaming you shouldn't be slut shaming because you just told her to have a guy for this a guy for that you're upset because she's got this frankenfurter looking thing and <laughs> on the shower and she's gonna have a litter and he's got a dangling <laughs> red rocket yeah and she did say at the beginning of the film virginity is so yesterday <laughs> Yeah, she yeah. did indeed say that. But then she's the one who is like, I can't believe you've had it. You'd have a man. And then she storms out and she's like, you're a hypocrite. You pretend like you're the Virgin Mary and, you know, your hoo hoo Tilly is getting the red rocket. So, is- you know, <laughs> you know, out of all the things that I thought would come out of the show tonight, <laughs> the one thing is not uh, a quote. Your hoo hoo Dilly is getting <laughs> rocket. Uh, I, I, that is uh Wow. That is, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> We're going to call that Midwestern flair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look, I, in Kansas, yeah. we had other terms. Like, my mom would always say, You're shitting in tall corn. I'm like, What the fuck does that mean? Uh-huh. Like, if, if, you're, if something good happens to you, she'd be like, Oh, you're shitting in tall corn now. I'm like, I, What, huh? But yeah, that meant, that meant things are going good for you. So and if go. you think about it, shitting in short corn is not good. No, exactly. So I, I kind of get it. Short corn. Yeah. Um, shitting out a tall corn. Yeah. Brad, yeah. Brad, you, you said you had a list of questions. Yes. Yeah. What were they? Um, <clears throat> well, probably- we already answered one. One was the, what is the shape of the bed? Why? 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 <laughs> why? 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 Okay. Give us the five whys. <laughs> the five whys? Um, why does that one kid say he's one years old? <laughs> Why is there why is there a time shift? Yeah. Uh, why does she believe she could walk on water? I have that. God. Why are they going to the license bureau? Yeah, that's, yeah. Why is there a ninja in this movie? It was for the commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh does she have to pick up the dog shit? Oh. That's a good point. So like during the day you're picking up this dog shit, right? And putting it in much. a little baggie. And then at night you're fucking it. Okay. All wait, right. wait, wait, wait. Does do you think he shits around the apartment and she's got to pick that up too? You're not fucking the shit. Let's clear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he sits on the toilet and poops. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, he wouldn't know how to, right? Because he knows the he, he, well, he knows a, he knows the color of phone, so he would know how to use a toilet. Yeah, he knows, uh, yeah. even though he's color blonde, but he knows colors. Yeah, because he's human. Right. Would wouldn't wouldn't Prince age seven years like a dog? For every year. Oh, wow, you are overthinking that one, man. And then I, I, I wrote that this is an actual sentence I wrote. So what is up with Princess Princess Genitalia? Is it a red rocket? I have that written down. Wow. Yeah. Ever and always, that will be one note for you. <laughs> yes. The question that, that actually is a good question, the doggy ear thing, because I guess that kind of wraps back around into the flash forward where he shows up to meet her and for whatever reason he he suddenly has a, a different superpower which is that he can change his age at will what oh yeah. huh oh cuz he gets old but no he he He's gets old he gets old then they get young so he can change her age too yeah right Man. isn't that Say what, what happens Pers- nobody's personally there, i started I I've started never thinking like maybe it's the end of Titanic. Maybe she just died and they met in heaven. I'm just going to say this. I never opened this fortune cookie. 
They never said any of this in any of the fortune cookies I've opened. Well, I, I thought it was funny at the end where the, the, the one lady was, you know, she thinks she's waiting around going, Oh, he's going to show up. And the other lady's like, well, if he gets reincarnated, he would be one years old when he died or whatever. And she's like, Oh, I didn't think of that. It's like, really? You didn't, you didn't think of that. He's going to be so much younger. I don't know if Jana thinks a whole lot. She doesn't <laughs> seem like she's very intelligent. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I had questions like, okay, he eats dog food. So when he transforms, is that what she's tasting when he, she kisses him? Like comes, does he have doggy breath? Yeah. When he blows his load in her mouth, does it taste like Alpo? <laughs> well, no, oh I wasn't, I wasn't thinking of that. Wow. I was thinking about the kissing. Like he's, but yes, that that's, let me that's add that question too. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> also, were they eating at like a little kid's table? Did I hallucinate that? Was she sitting down on like a little, a little, little tiny? Like a, yeah, so they could have breakfast. Yeah, that was actually attachment to the bed. That's called the clit table. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> with- the, the uh, so the the let me put a dog collar on you while you're human was I, I didn't know where this thing was going at that point. I well, mean, at we, that we, point, at that point, I thought, well, maybe this is going to go somewhere. Yeah. Oh. That's it I'm is so- weird. This movie is weirdly horny, but it's so tame when it comes to sex. It's weirdly horny and yet chaste at the same time. It, yeah, exactly. It's incredibly bizarre. Like this movie really wants to fuck, but it just cannot. This movie fucks not. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a bit of a tease, isn't it? The movie is incredibly Republican. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's the best review of a holy shit i love that yeah it's like i really want to get in there but damn it it's gonna hurt my number <laughs> yeah it's it's one of those films where i'm like because hey, i know china particularly copies a lot of american trends that's why i bring up that look who's talking i'm like what did we export to deserve this to be quite honest for for a chinese director to come over here and trying to make an, an american film um they gave us donnie yen <laughs> We gave them a red rocket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, again, maybe she had a thesis. Obviously she had some ideas. Green is all over the film. So clearly she had a motif. She had an idea. The friend is the friend girls always wearing pink. Yeah. Yeah. There's something or go- purple or whatever. Yeah. They call the, the phone indigo. I, I remember the old. The I'm only, not sure what the old, is. is the only difference between pink and purple is your grip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. I, uh, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I don't, also, I, can we talk about, can we talk about that wacky character who in the beginning, like she's trying to spread the dress over her butt or whatever. <laughs> she yes. <laughs> and then she's like, I want to buy it. And then she says, I can't sell this to you. It's too tight. And then she just screams out, manager. And then the man, you know, crack Christopherson shows up and he's like, you look wonderful in this. Um, but Was then that- she shows up later as the person looking for a dog in the commercial ad. That's yeah. right. She does. Like, yeah. She's like, you better find me a dog. And then she picks the guy. Slaps him with his tie. And, like, slaps him with it. Yeah. I'm like, what the f- fuck is this have you, you ever been keep s- all your business cards in a drawer in, in <laughs> yeah why what do you I not it was so weird actually i do but 
Um, <laughs> all mine in a drawer in a room with a lady who farts in a tight dress. Well, the fart allowed some air to escape so that the dress would fit more properly. Uh, See, I mean, to be honest with you, the fart is like the best Foley work in the whole movie. To be honest with you, be the only Foley work in the whole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling so you right sound now, sound design if- is terrible. It's like they're suddenly they're very quiet and then yeah. they're very loud. And yeah. then the dog is like, I want doggy program or whatever. I, you know, it's I guarantee if you go back, the fart is ill-timed. Is <laughs> ill-timed. Sure it is. I'm sure it's like a second or two too late. The Foley in this is terrible. I mean, the timing is off and everything. It's just really weird too. And I know we've said that a hundred times, like every establishing shot that they have, it's just silent. And I know the music yeah. is the like, music's but supposed it's to be so there. weird to watch a film where it's like establishing shot. I'm going to say and that then people start talking and then it's just, yes. it's, it's weird. Well, it, it uh, look, if you want, if you want to understand how important a musical score is to a film, this is a great example. Like you remove all of the music out of something. I guarantee a lot of movies would just, um, set differently with your viewing experience. I tell you, I tell you, this goes back to one of my first laser disc experiences. When I saw a special feature on the Halloween laser disc, they showed a scene with John. They showed the scene where John Carpenter has the point of view uh, going up the stairs and with no music. Yeah. And he, they wanted to show you what a difference music can make. And I remember thinking to myself, holy shit, music makes all the difference in the world. Cut to 20, 30 something years later. <laughs> and I watch a movie that has no music. And honestly, if this movie had music, I think it would, I would at least categorize it as somewhat of a movie. I, I don't know that. I don't know that for a fact, but it's so bizarre that I could not stop thinking about it the whole time I was watching it. I mean, I just could not stop thinking about it. No, I mean, think, think about Jaws and all these iconic shots of the water with the John Williams score, remove the score. And what do you have, right? There's no tension whatsoever. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is, it is an exercise in terms of like how impactful is music. Although there is not a soundtrack or composer on this fucking earth that could save this film. No, 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 no. I don't think that either. I think the movie's bad either way, but I think at least music would have. Could you imagine if Trent Reznor scored this film? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I take that back. If he did, that would, that would actually song. be an amazing experiment to be uh, quite I mean, honest. He, he wrote the song. I've clearly he's, he's seen the movie. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's true. Yes. <laughs> and you know what song I'm talking about? Like I... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Do you think this was the inspiration for that song? When did, when did this come out versus no. this song? No. Okay. That was a long, that was like early nineties. All right. Just making sure. Speaking, and speaking of which, when Glickman, the voice of Alvin Fang, when he sings, it's like, Oh, Oh my Jesus. God. I'm I'm walking because I'm a dog. I'm trying to get out because I'm a dog. I'm like, what the? F- well, the best line he has. Whoa, what? Well, everything's green. What's that all about? Yeah. And we're all like thinking that like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know. I just part of me still feels a little bad for people involved here because again, people do work and you know people got to eat and stuff, but. This is almost the kind of film where I'm like, you know, maybe you don't deserve anything. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I've, I've, I always, I, we've all had this experience where you have met somebody who has made something 
and you have watched that something and then that person is standing in front of you and going, what did you think? Yeah. Right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I do? Yeah. I, I know what you do, Brad. You, you fucking bolt the room and leave me to stand <laughs> yes. there to talk to the guy. I understand what Heads you up do. And, leaves. and I yeah. should just give them the finger on the way out and say, nope. No, Brad. no, you left, you left me with that director. I appreciate yeah. it. Got the perfect uh, metaphor for what Brad does. <laughs> he farts in the tight dress and walks right the fuck out. <laughs> he there does do that. Yes. <laughs> He's like, it's a, I mean, I'm, now that stuff's in your mouth. There you go. Thank you. No. It tastes like, Alpo. you know, it's <laughs> Alpo red rocket. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it's almost like sometimes when there's, you know, really terrible movie and you listen to the commentary and the director is like, thinking he's directed, you know, Lawrence of Arabia when they talk about the film on the commentary, which in its own right is sort of impressive that they don't even understand that their movie is not that great. But I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I feel the same way. Like people work, people create art. There's it's, it's subjective, you know, more power to you when you create something and you release something like this, but I don't know. I just kind of hope no, no one associated with this works anymore <laughs> or, uh, or creates anything else like this anymore. No, I hear you. I, I, here's one question I did write down. Cause I, I, I am curious about this. So all of us are, I think to some degree, a fan of bad films. Like we, we love getting together, watching those films, uh, riffing on them, et cetera. I, I don't know if this one falls into that category. That That's part one. Would it with a group? Secondly, what is the ingredient to make that? Because this feels like it should be in that category, like the room um, or, or any of the, of, you know, the cheesy films that we have watched and had a lot of fun with, but it feels like it's missing some element and it, and it feels more painful to watch than have fun to watch. Like, where where's where where's the ingredients to to make that magic to where it's like a so bad it's fun to watch there's like an invisible competency line somewhere i just don't know where it is it's got to be slightly above this because i shouldn't feel guilty for making fun of a film okay i think it's well first of all it is it is missing like whimsical music or something you know what i mean just to just to sort of like drag you along with this is hey this is supposed to be fun right um except for the you know chris crack christopherson rape scene but um i i just i also think that they're taking it too seriously and i think it they could have dialed up some of the goofy and the absurdity of it all um, it wasn't goofy enough with some of those scenes or too melodramatic I, but they play it so straight, you know what I mean? Like there's no comedy to it. Like where's the, where's the feeling where she's just like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm dating a man who's a dog, but he's like the love of my life now or whatever. There's just no, it, the dilemma. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like they, they, they didn't have fun with it. You know, I mean, look at the premise and then yet they play it very seriously. Like it's Othello or something. It's, it's, it, I yeah, got, it's not. I had three brief answers for you on this one. I think maybe you get the people in a room together and you maybe show them the first 10 minutes of this. And that's about as far as you can get. Okay. Otherwise, most people are going to be like, no, no, thanks. Including us again. <laughs> Two, earnestness is a hell of a thing. 
and there's there's no earnestness here. I, I this movie is maybe the definition of a wet blanket. I mean, it is just it's just there, and it's it really has no energy. It has no earnestness. I don't think it does. I mean, you did call it the Republican of, of film, so what like it? Of uh, romantic comedies. But, uh, you know, it just sits there. I, you say really. that, and I feel like, okay, if the Republican National Convention decided to make a movie some weekend, this would be the movie they'd make. There'd be more oh threesome. And they would love it. <laughs> And I'm sitting yeah, here except going, the, except uh, the friend wouldn't be black. Am I right? Right. Yo. Oh, hey, hey any Asian people in there either. Hey. Yeah. No, the, uh, the truth is in the last piece. And here's the part that I have not brought up the whole time because I've been wanting to ask all you all this. Mm-hmm. Stanley Kubrick made a career out of using music from the public. Oh, domain. Okay. I did not feel I said a Kubrick <laughs> question coming up here. We're going yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you have, thousands of public works that are available to score your film. Can you not think for one second to score your movie? Now, maybe you don't need to use Ode to Joy or possibly, you know, the Lone Ranger theme or whatever. That's what I would do. love Flight of the Valkyrie to be in this film, to be honest with Dueling you. banjos. <laughs> but there's so much music out there that can be used and at least would offer for me this film some closure and at least make it a piece that lack of soundtrack that that lack of score really is like it's it's a pardon the pun it's a scalded dog of a decision that i i i a wet wet dog if you will wet scald Mm -hmm. dog rocket uh, that i just do not understand the hoo-hoo dilly of mistakes (laughs) in Geez, you got a big hoo-hoo dilly. Geez, you got a big hoo-hoo dilly. <laughs> Why'd you say it twice? Because we're in Kansas. Because <laughs> it's an echo. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know what I just you know what I just thought of? So there's a movie which um I'm really hoping for a proper like a Blu-ray edition of it. Um, love on a leash. It's called my oh sorry. No, <laughs> love on not a love on a leash. Okay, no. sorry. But it's it's called My Demon Lover. Have you have you guys ever seen? Yeah, that? there is a uh, there's a Blu-ray coming out of that. Yeah, Blu-ray. Oh, is there? Yeah, there yeah. is. Um, so y- this movie kind of reminds me of that. It's there's a, it's an absurd premise, right? But that movie. This guy's cursed. This inf- guy's cursed. What? That movie is infinitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course, of course, but. My my reason for bringing it up is that it also has a very absurd premise. He is cursed, and every time he gets horny, he turns into a demon. Um, but the lead is so bubbly and wonderful, and then she just kind of goes with it. She still loves the guy, even though you know his ears are getting sucked into his head, and he's you know growing a tail and all that stuff. And that's what this, I think this movie was missing was that kind of energy. You know what I mean? Like there's just, it's goofy, it's absurd, but this is our life and we love it. Yay. Or whatever. I I think that's what this is really missing. Okay. Oh, and and who's putting out the, my demon lover. I got to get that. <laughs> never feels like it buys into its own mythos, its own feel, its own atmosphere. It never feels like it buys into any of that. It just right. feels scene after scene of mostly her just kind of moping around. It's just it. It's abysmal. I mean, it made me depressed. Oh, I, it's I, a shout factory. Shout factory you, is putting it out. I'm just going to tell you guys. It, it's out. I'm yeah. going to say it. 
I haven't watched a movie since this, and I don't know if I don't know if I can. Really? <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> shit! It broke Sammy. It broke Sammy. You haven't watched anything since Love on a Le- I I watched oh. this, and the night I, I did it in one. I'm like, I got to get through it. I've already seen it. I know what's coming. Get through it. Um, oh. And afterwards, I I texted you guys. I'm like, I'm gonna watch another dog film, but it's Mad Dog and Glory. So the Robert De Niro <laughs> film, I had, I had to watch something immediately after this to sort of wash the taste out of cleanse uh, the pal, cleanse yeah, the alpha it, red rocket. out abs- of your mouth. Oh, I needed that red rocket way out of my mouth. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Didn't expect that saying either. I tell you what the, uh, that is, yeah, I've not watched one film. I don't, I, I don't right now. I mean, I went back to watching series TV. That's how bad this movie was. <laughs> 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 yeah, and uh, listen, we ended a 15 year podcast, Joy. Good job. <laughs> We're supposed to be on listen, the next episode, I, son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. BC Butcher broke me. This movie broke me even more to the point where I would rather watch BC Butcher 10 times than watch the first half of this film ever. So again, listen, ever let, let's let's talk seriously real quick. This this is the eighth film we've done. We we were <clears throat> I had this in the arsenal. I knew we were going to come. So I I did it to the end. Like the movies that are coming up at the end, no holds barred, right? And this is yeah. the first of. Are we it. doing no holds barred? No, listen, nope. no holds barred is Oscar worthy. <laughs> I'm just saying from here on out. Dude, this, that dog. It's this so is good. this is the quality we're here at, from here on out. I'm just telling you. Um, Brad, oh no. Brad, did, oh no. Brad, did Troy? this? Brad, did this movie break you? All right, here we go. Yeah, here's the list. Got it. Let's go. Oh, all right. Now we know it's for your height only. Laquisha, Ginger Dead Man, The Apple, BC Butcher, From Justin to Kelly. Dracula 3D and the new number one love on a leash by a goddamn landslide. It's not even close. I would rather watch all those other movies back to back to back to back to back to back to back than to watch this again. So listen, I mean, do do we keep going or did we officially break you? I mean, well, I mean, at this point, we got to say, is there any, uh, you got to go because you got to find out that there's anything worse. I mean, you got to do the, you got to do the 12. You got to do the 12. Yeah. Gotta, I feel like is due, there due diligence is required. All right. Shoulder on Plus soldiers. It gives, <laughs> Plus um, it, gives me, it gives me a reason to keep podcasting with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look from here on out, I, I probably need you guys to sign a waiver. I should have probably had you sign a waiver on this one because I don't want to be responsible uh, for anything that comes out after the rest of these viewings. Oh, yeah. I've officially nicknamed you King Torture. Me? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. After based on this, Troy is now officially King Torture. But the next <laughs> one, the next one you provided me. So, oh boy, should uh, should we okay. tell should we tell Brad what the next one is? And for the record, I've officially announced you lolly hoo hoo dilly. <laughs> so well if this is what i'm thinking of it involves a hoo hoo dilly it does it's another hoo hoo dilly movie actually a hoo hoo dilly uh that i'm an, a, you know i like to look at well or, it or, is a what's nice the movie dilly. what's the movie come on guys well so we agreed if you remember 
we were going to catch up in September and do two romantic comedies because we know that's a genre you're not a big fan of, right? Yeah. It, well, it'd be nice if we did one romantic comedy. I was going to say, Love on the Leash, definitely not a romantic comedy, <laughs> okay. but sure. All right. Well, the next one, I don't know, but the, I got to give credit to Jose on this one because the minute he he sent this over, I'm like, holy shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, this one, I think, has a, a soundtrack to it, but let me let me just read you the synopsis. A young woman pretends to be pregnant in order to avoid being fired from her job. When that gets her special treatment by everyone involved in her life, she tries to keep up the lie for nine months. The <laughs> film we're talking about and, and going to watch is uh, one from 2009. Get a load of this cast. Lindsay Lohan, Chris Parnell, um, lots of cameos from SNL cast. And uh, we're talking about 2009's Labor Pains. Yeah. There you go, Brad. Yeah. Experiment number nine. You're welcome. Is this on DVD or something? Silence. I th- it's on, it should be on Hulu. On Hulu. It's on Peacock. It's on Freebie on crackle okay i think the guy down the street that's living in a cardboard box is selling it um pretty much on everything and it is known as a romance slash comedy yeah Lindsay lohan faking pregnancy smoke if you got him (laughs) the uh uh, this one may this one may also break you as well yeah there's actually there's some weird crossover with this with uh labor pains and uh Love on a leash, just in terms of like some of the weird absurdity that happens. I was going to say um, like some dog sex, but okay. <laughs> there is a dog involved in this, though. <laughs> oh my oh. god! Yikes! Yikes! Um, I, yeah, I'm looking at the cast, I'm kind of uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised by some of this. There's a lot of SNL alumni in that thing, which kind of surprised me. Yeah, yeah. There people- are. It is a it is a terrible film. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna squeeze this one in before October because. Fuck October, November, and December. I mean, the next four. I, I, I am starting to feel a little guilty. Like I, as I'm watching this one, I'm like, okay, I may have gone too far. But when I look at this next Lindsay Lohan joint plus the three that follow, I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to really feel bad. I'm I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, wow. and, and even the one in December is just. Whew. Um, oh, I can't wait. King torture. <laughs> uh, yeah, you probably won't talk to me for a while. <laughs> I'm definitely not getting a Christmas card. Let's just say that. No. I love how quiet it was when you said 2009's layer, labor paint. It was like nobody reacted. Well, everybody well except like, for me. Because yeah, I, everybody's I like, fuck this podcast. Like I, don't, times. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, right. everybody's so defeated. Like, would rather eat fish food right now than we'd rather do anything else. Yeah. Um, like, Alpo flakes, man. Give me some flakes. Do you remember back in like experiment one and we were all like, Oh, this will be so much fun. And mm-hmm. we had all this energy and now we're, I mean, we're jaded and we're like, fuck Hollywood. Um, I don't like movies anymore. This, this is an interesting part of the conversation. Let's just say this. At least the Argento conversation was interesting. Yeah. That movie was bad. Yeah. So this, I, 
I don't know. I don't know. That should tell you a lot about this movie. I don't even know if this was a podcast. Um, because I don't <laughs> talk about this is a very surreal experience for me. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I don't even feel like we introduced ourselves. I don't even feel like we talked about other shows. I don't even feel like we did anything. Like we're all so in so much in a hurry to get this out of our life. <laughs> Move on. Just want to get I, out of here, man. I yeah. agree. I agree with you hundred percent. Hey, uh, Sammy, what's going on at the gentleman's guide to midnight? Well, if I ever feel like the movie, uh, there is talk of uh, when's this coming out? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need to know these things. I have no idea. You just did um, the Cheech and Chong film, which now, I mean, luckily I own it. I'm going to go back and watch that this weekend. That was a great episode, by the way. About the same length as this movie, but boy. Except the, (laughs) the thing about Prodigal Son not getting a 10, but. It's neither here nor there. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we did Up in Smoke, which is a classic from my childhood, which I'll tell you a lot about my childhood. Yeah. And um, yeah, we got another one on the docket with uh, you guys. So I don't know when this is released, and so I don't know whether to say it or not. Yeah, so go ahead say it. I mean, it's fine. It'll be out soon. Yeah. This yeah. will be out soon. So uh, we're doing, um, what are we doing? Fatal. <laughs> Fatal. <laughs> Termination. <laughs> Termination. Termination, not extermination. Yeah. I don't know why I get it mixed up, but maybe it's because it's two words of that they used a lot in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> well, and fatal. So yeah. the that pick came about um, because we got invited to come on in Error 4444, uh, which is a new distribution company. And actually, I think uh, it's it's out of Maryland, as a matter of fact. Oh, that's yeah, what we are. Out here need. in Baltimore. It's another one. Um, yeah. It's a, it's another company that's going out and and just finding these obscure films. They released a special edition Blu-ray that I think has already sold out because they only yeah, did limited pressing. Because I went to go get it the other day and it was sold out. Uh, and I got to tell you, anything that these guys are putting out from here on out, 100% going to buy, pre-book, etc. The disc is fantastic. The transfer on that movie is amazing. It's one of those films, as soon as I watched it, it, it's like, okay, well, I know what I paid for it, but if that thing ever showed up on eBay, I'd probably pay an arm and a leg to get it because you're not going to see a movie like that from that era look that good and have the special features like with the stunt director and everything else. So it's it's pretty packed. But yeah, that's, that's I think, what influenced our decision to talk about that one because it is insane. Yeah, that's a film that I have seen some years ago. There are, is a possibility those of you who are listening probably have at least seen clips. This is one of those movies that uh, you can go on YouTube and just kind of like type in like insane Asian stunts, and this will probably come up. This will definitely be in the top five. I, I mean, guarantee put, you know, go and type in YouTube Fatal Termination Car well, Chase. The whole movie is on there. So yeah. you can do that too. Yeah, but the car chase sequence and and how they did it will be an in, incredibly interesting conversation because the the stunt director talked about it um, on the special edition Blu-ray. But it, you're you're looking at that, and I even I even showed my wife that she's like, uh, why? Like why why would they even do that? It, it's so crazy because obviously he, took, he talked about it and was immediately arrested afterwards. I, it had um, to like somebody had to get arrested for that because it's crazy. Yeah, life cheap in the Orient. I guess. Um, so, Jose, so life. watch Skip Plus. Um, What's going? You, you just had an episode drop the day that we're actually recording this, right? Yes, you did. Uh, yes, 
the 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 nun too. Mm. <laughs> Red Rocket. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we did the, we did the nun too. I believe since Red actually texted me and indicated that the pre movie start times are dropping at Regal. Like he was timing them. He was telling me that they went from like twenty minutes to eighteen. He says before a haunting in Venice, which is what we're going to review next. Um, it literally was 10 minutes from like the start time, very little trailers. And then the Regal app or the Regal short mm-hmm. before is whatever. They're not playing it anymore. They stopped. They, they got rid of it. I stopped going to Regal <laughs> because it was 30 minutes of commercials before the film. It's stupid. Actually, yeah. I saw past lives at a Regal oh. and thought of uh, you guys when I watched it because there was quite a bit of advertisement before. <laughs> it's terrible. Cause I don't yeah. usually, I'll usually go to Escape or whatever. Oh, yeah. Great Escape. Is that the one? Uh, no, that's the one over by Brad. Um, oh, that's that, the one I went out I, when I lived there. Okay. I think that's a Regal now. I'm not sure. Okay. Cool. 80, what, what from JT to everyone was $80. What's going on? Is that for the Blu-ray? Oh, copy? somebody has a, a Fatal Termination Blu-ray brand new with slip covers air freshener and sticker error 444 oh the opening yep. bid is 80 bucks yeah that's the uh edition one i think i got edition two it didn't come with the air freshener we came with the stickers mm. so what does the air freshener for love on a leash special editions <laughs> alpo red rocket yeah <laughs> yes um, Ooh, 120 Ooh, for the uh for the good god you're right this, this stuff is it's expensive we may have to you may have to get on the. I may have to get on the mailing list for this error four four. It is. I'm. I'm telling you. Go to error error four four. What's our slush fund have in it, Troy? Nothing. <laughs> we spent it all on love on a leash paraphernalia. Um, but go to that website. They've got. A, so here's the thing. They're doing a, a bunch of films that are popping up on other sites like Gold Ninja Video. Um, so I'm curious what they're going to do with it. I, I got to say the Gold Ninja Video transfer. For thrilling bloody sword as an example is fantastic. That's on their docket because the one over at Gold Ninja Video I think is sold out. So mm, um, it is. Yeah, it's. I ju- bought it when you were over. I bought it like right after you left. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, so just just watch the website. As soon as something goes on pre order, grab it because they will go yeah. out rather quickly. So join the mailing list, um, and and they'll tell you when when stuff goes up. Yeah. By the way, if, any, if anybody's interested, it's error, E R R O R, 4444 period, big cartel, just as it sounds, dot com. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking now, and uh, there's like five special editions of Fatal Termination. They're all sold out. Yeah. And, awesome. and if you yeah. go to the coming soon, you can see the stuff that they are working on right now, because actually, Fatal Termination wasn't supposed to come out this soon. A couple of other titles were supposed to come out before that, but they got this one out. Um, but yeah, it's uh, look, I, I have said this time and time again. Uh, and I think it was actually on a friends of gentlemen's guide page. Cause somebody made the comment like, Hey, I'll take Sonny Chiba over Jackie Chan any day. And I'm like, well, that, that's just crazy talk. But listen, that that's crazy. Talk to me. My response to all that is you like what you like, and man, if you are an Asian cinema fan, there is no better time to be a collector right now between stuff like Air 4444, Shout Factory, Aero Video, Eureka 88 Entertainment, films. 88 Films. 
these guys are putting stuff out that I never thought would make it past like video CD or laser disc or VHS. Um, and it's, it's, it's stuff that, I mean, my goodness, the special features and the, and what arrows doing with their transfers, like prodigal son and stuff. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. Saving, saving cinema. They are 100%. Because historically, China has not had a film preservation the way that the U.S. has. Right. So it's uh, it's kind of incredible that we've made all these deals between Shaw Brothers Studios, Golden Harvest, all this other stuff to bring it over here, do these 2K, 4K transfers, and then put them on um, physical media, streaming, et cetera. So it's pretty cool. Now, if China, current China, would just actually put out some cool stuff Instead of the schlock they're putting out, that would be awesome. But I'm glad we're getting the 70s, 80s, and 90s era on physical. Brad, what's going on with our little um, side project called Not a Bomb Podcast? Oh, the the actual real show? Yeah, that one. Um, We released last week, we did uh, Champion from 2018. We did the Don Lee Clause. And uh, the two gentlemen that are on here with us right now, Sammy and Jose, joined us there along with John. This week, Troy, we are doing a film that I have seen no less than 75 times because my son is obsessed with it. It is Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which just came out on 4K, and I cannot wait to watch it in glorious 4,000 Ps. It is. <laughs> it is. I watched it. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Awesome. And what's funny is um, some people have messenger, have sent us uh, messages who have gotten the 4K edition going, you guys should cover this thing. We're like, yeah, we will next week. I think this is one of the few things we're actually reviewing that is timed with the release of the new version of it. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited awesome. to and revisit that. And um, we have a guest. We do have a guest. It, it ties into something else we did. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So we did uh, the podcast Movie Struck. We talked about eight diagram pole of fighter. And that was with Sophia. So she agreed to come on to our show and talk mask of the phantasm. We had really good time with her podcast. So I can't wait to have her back to do ours. It's going to be a fun time. And like I said, my son was obsessed with mask of the phantasm for like six months. And we watched it literally every day, sometimes twice a day. There you go. Oh yeah. I love that. It's going to be super fun. We'll we'll talk some Batman, Batman villains. It's going to be a good time. This so, wouldn't look schedule because I remembered that I have something else coming up pretty soon. You're you're the week after that. We'll, we won't talk about that, but that one's going to be a big episode too because we have another guest coming on with you that yeah. uh, was super popular, and I was super glad we could fit into that schedule as well. Nice. So um, lots of stuff. It it's going to be a crazy Sweet. fall and a crazy winter. You're not invited, Jose, so get out. Yeah. <laughs> As always, you will be back, Jose. Jose is part of, of course. He's part of me. <laughs> uh, we can't be I, I, Jose, Sammy, I can't thank you enough uh, for playing along. Brad, you agreed to this, so I can't. You. Thank you. <laughs> I, I honestly, I love doing this because, uh, I don't pursue bad movies as much as I used to. I used to have a lot of fun doing that and this is a lot of fun. So thank it you. is a lot of fun. Hey, anytime I get to talk to you guys, it it's amazing. Um, we love it. Brad, uh, we're, we're ending this after December. We have to, yeah. um, cause I can't torture you anymore else. You won't talk to me. 
But if somebody wants to send in their thoughts on uh, any of the films we talked about, but full full warning, don't watch this film. Please do not watch, especially the ones we're going to talk about from here on out. Stay oh. far away from. Um, but if somebody wants to send in a, a comment about the show or maybe give us a suggestion for the regular podcast, how do they get a hold of us? That is notabombpod at gmail.com, or you can head over to notabombpodcast, hit the contact us button, or hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I want to give out a shout out to Philip for the Blu-ray that I received in my mail today. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. 4K. Ooh, it wasn't a Blu-ray. Excellent. It was a 4K. Wait. I said 4K, didn't I? You said Blu-ray. You said Blu-ray. Oh, I'm sorry, 4K. Yes. A 4K. Blu-ray. Wait, can you say? Can you say what you got? Needful things. Yeah. Ah, I love that movie. Wow, that's the director's cut too, right? It is, I believe. Almost three hours, I think. Yeah. I, hey, we're we're super appreciative. I mean, we're getting ready to do. Um, there's still time, I think, to get some uh, entries in for October. Because we've had a lot of people send in uh, some bombs that would they would like to hear us talk about in October. What we're going to do is randomly pick. And we've said, hey, we've got like four or five selections. Um, we're going to send something to the listeners. We don't know yet. It'll probably be uh, a nice little treat package. Could be all digital. Could be some physical stuff, depending on where you live and what shipping costs. But we want to kind of give back to the community. I, I can't thank everybody enough for all the comments and reviews and emails we get and even social interactions when we do a post, it, it's fantastic. And I, lo- I love the fact too, that Brad and I were talking about this between watch, skip plus gentlemen's guide to midnight cinema, and even all the other podcasts that we interact with. There, there's just this really strong community of um, just organic creators that are putting content out with this love of film and uh, man, what a community. I mean, it's, I don't really love film anymore, Troy. <laughs> yeah, love on a leash will dampen that love a little bit, but <laughs> I, I got to tell you, just having these daily interactions with everybody's uh, just amazing. So we try to respond to everybody as quickly as possible, but I love um, the fact that everybody's sharing their content and more people are out there and starting their stuff. Um, John, uh, a friend of ours, has a YouTube channel out now. Um, love it all. I, I mean, keep, keep doing it, man. And don't worry about, you know, don't worry about yeah. the numbers. We've got five listeners, I think in total, I don't care. Four um, of them are right here. Four of we them are right it. here. So <laughs> we, uh, we love you guys so much. We just don't love Troy anymore. <laughs> yeah. King torture. That is fair. That is so fair. <laughs> well, <laughs> with that, I don't know if you're listening in the morning, the afternoon, or evening, Thank you for listening to us, um, I don't know, purge our thoughts on Live on a Leash. Come back to the regular episode, and hey, in about a week or two, we're going to be talking about Lindsay Lohan, so I don't know where that's going to go. It'll be super interesting. Brad may or may not talk to us anymore. We'll see, but yeah, join us for the next one. We'll see you. Bark, bark. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.